0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. My name is Ivory and you are tuned in to the Embracing Neurodiversity Podcast, where I share my personal journey of embracing and enhancing the experience of my amazing son who is on the spectrum. Through this journey, I've discovered a lot about myself and continue to grow every day. My goal is to provide you with some useful insights and stories that will inspire you in your own parenting journey. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again. I wanted to discuss today some ways in which my son's diagnosis transforms my life as a mother, as a woman, and just as a human being overall. If you recall from last week's podcast, I talked about how I was able to embrace my son's diagnosis early on and much of that had to do with the foundation that I had prior to learning about my son's diagnosis in terms of my upbringing and my training in inclusivity and just being able to see the world from a historical context and a critical thinking space. And so with that, I wanted to talk about the journey of parenting a child on the spectrum and how that has um, in a lot of ways, been beneficial for me. I know that sounds weird because most of us have conditioned to believe that when you are raising a child who is neurodiverse, whether that's autism or Asperger's or ADHD or dyslexia, or that maybe they're struggling with some other diagnosis, that it's a difficult process. 100% of the time. And as I've mentioned in other podcasts, like, yes, there are difficult moments for sure. Some moments are more difficult than others, but I've always been and will continue to be a half glass full type of girl. Like, I'm super clear that perspective and mindset are essential and paramount to attracting a healthy life and the life that you want for yourself. And while, of course, Parenting is difficult, and parenting a child who is neurodiverse can be difficult. One of the things that I'm clear about is, as I mentioned before, and I'm going to keep saying it: things don't happen to you; they happen for you if you shift your mindset. Right? And I stepped back and I wanted to reflect on in what ways has this positively impacted me, and I want to share it with you all because when I'm coaching parents. What I find most is that the hurdle that they have the most difficulty getting past is shifting their mindset. And so the primary way to begin shifting your mindset is to start to see your experiences from a strength-based perspective and to find the positivity in it all. And there's always something to be thankful or grateful or positive about, right? Right. And it's not easy work, but it's necessary in order to be able to thrive in this, on this journey of raising a neurodiverse child. And so I'm going to jump right in and share with you the top 10 reasons. They may not be the top, but they were the top 10 that came to mind when I was reflecting and journaling about this. And so I hope this helps you out. The top 10 ways that my son's autism diagnosis transformed me. Number one, I had to confront my own biases and judgments. Also, side so note: if you see me looking over, it's because I am looking at my notes, child. I got to have notes. But yeah, I had to unpack my own biases and judgments, right? I've mentioned in the past that I'm an educator. I've facilitated workshops on diversity, equity, and inclusion and anti-racism and cultural competency in classrooms. I've done all of that work. I've sat on committees and advocated for equity and inclusivity. Um, That's fundamentally who I am but it's different when you have a child who has differences and you got to start unpacking your own stuff. The fear that I had about what people are going to think about my son. How they're going to treat him. The fear that I had about his future. Like those are the things I had to really get clear about. What do you really believe about people who think differently? If you're worried about your child, which is natural, what are you really believing? The things you've spoken about and talked about and advocated about for other children You need to do the same for your child, right? It's an ongoing journey, but constantly having to confront and unpack my own questions, my own judgments, my own biases. When I have moments of frustration with my son, I have to step back and be like, all right, be patient. He's not going to do it in the way that you think he should do it. You need to step back and look at. What works best for him and operate in that space and so it's really about constantly <coughs> confronting your own social constructs and the things we've been conditioned to live within on a constant basis so definitely number one for me was I had to confront my own biases we all have them and I had to really walk the walk right number two it made me care less about what others think I was already on this journey of the older you get the more wisdom you get the more experiences you obtain you begin to care less about what other people think if you're clear about your journey your story and then you forgive yourself for your mistakes and unpack some of your shame you begin to care less and less about what others think about you but it catapulted as my son grew because you always have this concern when you're in public and my son you can't tell when you see him that he is on the spectrum but you can tell if you try to have a conversation with him right like sometimes he just won't respond and so of course there's some embarrassment that comes with that and I don't want to live a life where I'm constantly feeling like I need to apologize for my son or for myself or that who we are and our experiences is a a burden or a problem i don't want to exist in that space and so i really had to be like girl khalil is who he is this is your life this is y'all experience and it matters not what anybody thinks about it it's a beautiful experience you have a beautiful child who cares what this person thinks if i'm being honest nobody's family structure is perfect whatever that means everybody got stuff going on in their lives with their children with their partners whatever the case may be and so what I decided to do was not allow someone else to project their own judgments upon me and my son and I was going to walk with confidence with my head held high and I'm teaching my son to do the same and that's just that on that So it really just made me care less. And that translated from my son into me and like how I choose to live my life and the things that I want to do for me. I just move different now. I got blinders on. It's irrelevant what you're thinking or feeling about myself and my son as it relates to his diagnosis. But in general, really. So it really helped in that way. Number three, I was motivated to prioritize myself, right? I speak about this often in my work and when I'm coaching parents is that you're not going to be able to let alone thrive survive this experience with your head on straight if you don't have something or multiple things that are only for you and so I made huge sacrifices. I lived in Chicago for almost 14 years and I was away from my family, had my son and things just got difficult. I wasn't able to care for him properly without support. So I could completely uprooted everything, left my career. That was a growing career and sold my home and came back home so that I can have a village of support. I had friends there, but I didn't always feel like I could ask them for help that's a lot to ask someone to watch your child I came back home and rebuilt and I started to carve out time for just me I started to travel a little bit more solo I began to take a day half a day to just do me whether it was nothing and be at home in the quietness of my home or go out because I had a family and siblings who were willing to be there for my son right and so I knew I needed to prioritize me because I was getting to a point where I was literally working rushing to go pick my son up from school coming home caring for him parenting and doing it all over again for almost two years and I really thought I was gonna lose my mind so I learned to prioritize myself and it was the best thing I had ever done for myself and I can't even imagine not doing that moving forward so it definitely pushed me to prioritize myself for sure